What's up, everyone? Welcome back to We Got a Memo podcast. It is the greatest time of the year. It's not Christmas time. It's not Super Bowl Sunday. It is March Madness. It is officially here. Brackets were released an hour and a half ago, and we're going to fill you in on our thoughts on March Madness, Championship Weekend, and our first thoughts on who's going to win the big dance. So stay tuned, and we hope you enjoy the show. Alright guys, I forgot it was championship weekend until I turned on some TV or I looked at my phone and I saw, boom, championship weekend and then I was totally into it. It is definitely the best three or four weeks of the year. I know we say that about a lot of things, but for me, this is definitely it because just watching some of the games, the energy that the players play with and the passion they have throughout the games is just it's just unmatched anywhere in sports just the emotion that the kids play with is one of a kind so it's here March Madness hope you guys watch a ton of good basketball Um, before we dive in let's hit a little bit on free agency I think the biggest news is Le'Veon Bell signed with the Jets for I want to say it's like $55 million, right? Yep. But I think only like $30 million's guaranteed. So he kind of lost by sitting out the season. Moral of the story. Yep. But I will say good pickup for the Jets, for Sam Darnold, for fantasy reasons. So he got money, he got paid, but I don't think it was worth it to sit out the season. So what do you, what takeaways do you guys have from... Uh, the rest of free agency. Uh, the one thing that stood out to me, I don't know if this happened today, but Ryan Fitzpatrick went to the Dolphins. Oh wow! Okay. So, so I'm I'm gonna guess he's gonna be the starting quarterback unless the Dolphins draft one. Um, so we'll see how he does in Miami. But yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, definitely. He, you know, he. Uh, Always finds a way to stick around. Yeah, somehow. And um, obviously he did okay in um, Tampa this past year. Yeah. He always leaves like a bitter taste in my mouth because of his stuff in Buffalo. But he he showed he could play. And uh, I think Miami is going to draft quarterback. So Fitzpatrick will be like that mentor in the room. So, yeah. um, Yeah. Do you, uh, Roland or John, you got any big moves you want to point out? Um, just on on the same sort of note, um, was uh, Ryan Tannehill going to the Titans? Yeah, okay. Kind of sh- shakes things up a little bit with the Marcus Mariota situation. So Definitely. Um, that'll definitely be an interesting thing to watch throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's what I to bring up was Ryan Tannehill. Do you actually think, though, that Tannehill is going to take Mariota? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I've kind of, I don't know, like, 
in my opinion, I look at like college football and I'm like, you know what? Why don't they do something like this in the NFL? Like, you know, Alabama's got Jalen Hurts and, you know, um, Tua. You know, they, they kind of do like the dual quarterback thing. Uh, so, like, maybe something like that. I mean, it's not super successful in the NFL. Like, uh, the Houston Texans uh, old coaches would go back and forth on quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. But I, I honestly think it's more of a backup thing because Marcus yeah. Marcota, uh is a, is a little injury prone. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yep. So. Yeah. The, the other the other big one. Did we talk about this last week? Uh, I can't remember when it happened, but uh, Odell Beckham Jr. going to Cleveland. Uh, no, that we talked about it last. Week. I think we texted it about it. Oh like, yeah. Right okay. Now. Yeah. That that was definitely huge. Yeah. Um. And it's crazy because it, Cleveland has Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. Um, their college wide receiver coach, and then obviously you know Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, David and Joku. They are definitely one to keep track on. If my biggest advice, take Baker Mayfield in fantasy. You know, yep. obviously take Odell Beckham, but Baker Mayfield, he's gonna be spreading the ball. So, yeah, wow. that that trade too makes the Steelers and Antonio Brown look awful. They yes. got a first-round pick, a third-round pick, and a good safety in uh, Peppers. Mm-hmm. So that trade makes, I think it makes Antonio Brown look even worse, just because everyone knows that it was like how he is in the locker room and his attitude that probably killed the trade value for the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the other real quick thing that uh, we should probably give mention to is. The whole uh, Tyreek Hill investigation going on. Um, so he's being he's under investigation for battery charges uh, against his son, I Ooh, believe. Okay. Um, so it kind of sucks for the Chiefs because they went from having Kareem Hunt, um, Tyreek Hill, and um, Kareem Hunt. Uh, yeah, Kareem Hunt. Travis Tyreek Kelsey. Hill. Are you thinking Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey. Um. Yeah. So like they went from having this like really really offensively high powered team, and Kareem Hunt's gone. Um, Tyreek Hill could be gone. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, one of the my original thoughts with that was. They better not drop him before it happens because that would kind of suck. Because some other team with no morals is going to pick him up, just like the Browns did with Kareem Hunt. Um, So, you know, you might as well try and get something out of it. Uh, If nothing comes out of it and you still don't want him uh, or whatever, but don't just release him. Right. To go along with that, though, Kareem Hunt got an eight-game suspension. Um, from the NFL, so Cleveland Brown signed him. He's going to be suspended for half the season, and then he can play. Um, I will point out, I'm pretty sure Tyreek Hill had some like character issues or domestic violence coming out of college. Um, okay. So I think the Chiefs knew that when they took him, so um, definitely something to watch out for. The Kansas City Chiefs had just signed Tyron Matthew and released Eric Berry. 
So they were making some moves. Obviously made it to the AFC Championship game last year. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Obviously everything's still up in the air. We still have the draft to worry about. ton of good free agents could still be signed, but I think the big wave is over. Um, yeah, John, do you have anything uh, NFL, any other sport before we dive into March Madness? Interesting topic for some other time. It's over 100 soccer clubs wrote to FIFA and U.S. Soccer Federation President Carlos Cordero begging, maybe not begging, but demanding, telling them they want an open system, which means promotion and relegation. Oh, nice. Hmm. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, I think we we should talk about um, stuff like that. Definitely another podcast. Because um, it's March Madness. Yeah, you said it right. We watched... Unfortunately, it wasn't as exciting for the NEC from my perspective because the mount wasn't nearly as good. Um, but I think I think my Florida Gators got robbed against Auburn. I think, uh, and we'll get into this, I think there's some teams that really surprised during championship weekend, some teams that showed up and some favorites really emerged. And also, I have some questions. Um so, first of all, I think if anyone of our listeners wants to join the bracket group, um, use the ESPN app and then message us on Twitter or email us and we'll send you the password for it. But, um, yeah, we're happy to have you guys join our bracket. You get to see our brackets. We're going to make them. I'm in the process of making them. Um, yep. And it'll be a good time. Do... I'm glad you said that because I was going to say it if you didn't. All right. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, my question for you guys is, are we filling out the bracket all the way through now, or do you guys want to do it round by round? Um, all the way. Yeah, yeah I'm with, that's how I I've always done it. I think so, too, yeah. All right. ESPN's usually pretty good. They usually, like, if your bracket's trashed around the Sweet 16 or something, they allow you to make another bracket. Yeah, it's a, a, a separate game, but yeah. yeah, they do, which is cool. So, which we can certainly do. And, you know, week by week, we can kind of evaluate. We can use the podcast as a way to evaluate uh, our picks and stuff. Yeah, versus definitely. I just did my first, my first, the round of 64 picks just now. Um, probably won't get in too depth into those because it's just too many games to talk about. We, the, we just don't have the time on this episode to talk about it. Um, but I was ready to go game by game. Oh, you want to go no. game by game? No. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't but, have anything selected yet, but... But, you know, you gotta pick some, like, 12 over 5s, some, like, 15, 115 over 2. I didn't pick it, but... <laughs> Abilene? I don't know about this year. It seems like... I yeah, don't know. There are some, this like, teams that are here. way up there. So, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Duke is the number one overall seed. Yep. Okay. Yes. I like it. Duke, when they play with Zion, when they're down, they just have this confidence that I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I have no doubt they're going to win. That's how it's been so far. Obviously, you know, the big dance is a different game. Yep. But with Zion, RJ Barrett, Trey Jones, a calm, super cool freshman point guard. It's just I, it's something about them, so... Um, I'm going to say right now, they're my favorites to win right now. They're, when I fill out my bracket, Duke is going to be at the end. 
and I hope the, the championship game is Duke North Carolina. Because yeah. I know we were texting about it. That was one of the best college basketball games I've seen in a while. I agree. But I think Zion gets injured in the twenty in the round of sixty four. Really? Not, not sixty four, but going through, which takes Duke out. He looked very comfortable though. Like didn't look like the... At, the at the very end of the game he was limping. Hmm. In the Duke North Carolina game yeah. or the championship? Duke North Carolina. Did he so play the championship think, game? Yeah. Okay. So I think he I would question how durable the hmm. because the way he plays, the fact that Duke need him to be dominant. So I question how durable he is, and if Zion gets injured, Duke goes down. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Um Zay, Roland, do you, I, or, or you too, John, before we pass it off, who is your pick right now? If you don't know, we can wait, but do you have a pick that you're going to be like, you're filling out your bracket, but you know who's going to win? Oh, shoot. I don't know. I'm telling you, Virginia doesn't make it. I would even say to, I would say they go out in the Sweet 16 or Elite 8. I'm picking Syracuse to upset Gonzaga. Wow. What the heck? So, John, the one thing, by the end of this episode, you have to have picked a winner. All right? Okay. Oh. All right. Just okay. just so this episode, we all have a winner. Okay. And then, but it, it can change, obviously. Okay. Okay. Zay, yeah. what are you saying what the heck for? No, I was going to pick that. Oh, really? Great mic. Yeah. Like. Uh, no. See, no, I don't know about that, because I don't know how much you know about <laughs> basketball. No, but Syracuse is so good. What? Okay, they went into Durham and beat Duke. That's what I'm with, saying. With Zion. Yeah. But Gonzaga also beat Duke with Zion. I don't know, man. Gonzaga is so good yeah. until, like, the Final Four. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I I'm just going to say... Every year, they're almost always my pick for, like, Final Four or... In the championship. Gonzaga's almost always there. No, you know and what I don't get? Let me tell you what I don't get. I don't get why Virginia always is ranked so high. Yep. And they yes. don't win the ACC tournament. And they're still a one seed. I don't get it. It's I don't the fact get... that they're UVA people. It's awful. Here's what I was going to say. is I don't get how they're the number two seed overall. How can you say that Virginia is better than North Carolina? That is, North Carolina, in that game against Duke, that third matchup against Duke, first off, they've beaten Duke twice. The first two were without Zion. And then, for like, the whole second half, North Carolina was, I mean, they were dragging Duke all over the court. Uh, and Zion was carrying Duke. Um, so I don't get how how North Carolina is ranked three. I mean, yeah. under, I mean, I, in my opinion, it should be Duke and North Carolina for one and two. Yeah, I'm with you there. And like I said, I just don't get Virginia's how... Virginia's like maybe a five, five overall. So like a two seed, I could see. Yeah, they're definitely a top five program. One, I have an issue with putting three ACC teams as a one seed. 
Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, for me, Duke and North Carolina, yes. One seeds. Gonzaga, yes. I understand now Tennessee not being a one seed because they didn't win their tournament. So I get it. But Virginia didn't even win their semifinal. Like, they didn't win the quarterfinals. They didn't, right. They lost in the quarters. Yes, they're a good defensive team, but I just, I don't have any confidence going into the tournament with Tony Bennett. I mean, last year they lost to UMBC, right? Yes. I, I, I don't understand. I just don't understand. And last night I was listening to Jay Billis. He's just like, Virginia's a one seed. And I'm just like, how? I don't understand. Granted, mm-hmm. these people know way more than I do, but for me, I don't know. I, I'm. As I look at the bracket, the other two seeds, though, I don't know who I don't know who I would put. I wouldn't put Michigan State. They didn't look pretty today against Michigan. Maybe, maybe I guess Michigan would be a one seed. Um, Tennessee, like I said, they lost today to Auburn, so I understand that. And then Kentucky lost to Tennessee, so yeah, I I don't know. I just don't understand it. Yeah. yeah. I so just a couple of thoughts for me. I think Duke has an easy path to the Final Four. I don't think they have a, a real challenge at all in theirs. I think the Gonzaga bracket is wide open. I think you could have Gonzaga, Syracuse, Florida State, or Michigan. Any of those could win that uh, one. Then the Virginia one, I think, is a. I don't know. I think that's a joke. I think Tennessee. I think either. Yeah, I think Tennessee should win that one. I, I don't think that bracket's that for, good. For the record, I have Tennessee coming out in the Final Four. Yeah, and North Carolina should win. Honestly, I don't think. I think there's a clear top six, maybe. Like, I don't think anybody can. Like, Kentucky, I don't think, can will beat North Carolina at all. Tennessee, I think, will beat Virginia. And I think the only uh, bracket I think is wide open is the West. So you're saying that you think that this bracket is really top-heavy? Yes. I agree. That was, yeah. like, I'm looking at this and I was like, man, like, I don't, there's not any, like, any teams on here that I think can really stun yeah. another team. I mean, and I like, have the a... One, the one that I'm really looking at is the Villanova-St. Mary's game. I okay. think will be so good, but that is, like, Really, the only one. I have a way off. I have a number of upsets just because you have to. Yeah. But yeah. like, like I have Murray State beating Marquette. That's not like a huge upset, even though it's a five and a twelve seed. Um, I like I said, I don't have any twos twos getting upset. Um, I mean, I picked Florida to beat Nevada just because I have to pick my Gators. But I've just made my final four. And like you said, Zay, the West is my only unsure of, but it's Duke, North yeah. Carolina, Tennessee. Yeah, I'm I, I'm totally with you on that one. I think we might differ on the West, but I think my other three are exactly like yours, Michael. Yeah, I just for the West, I just don't know. Right now, I, yeah. I picked Gonzaga, but other than them, I don't know who's going to come out. I mean, Florida State is not bad. Syracuse is not bad. And Tennessee's not bad. Or Michigan's not bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's I think it's wide open. Yeah. 
Well, that's one of the things that's great about March Madness is no matter how right you think you are, you're definitely going to be wrong. Yep. Um, and I hope you know. I am. I hope there's a ton of upsets. Oh, yeah, me too. Last year it was just so much fun. Yeah. I am all for the upsets, except this year I want to see Duke play North Carolina in the I'm finals. I I'm want it. That's what yep. I want. Kobe White, unreal. Like, that kid, big hair, bigger game. Like, come yep. on. Honestly, I think North Carolina is the only team that can beat Duke. The the thing, I think if, if they meet again, if North Carolina hits more outside shots, yes. Like, they've, they've shown that they can beat Duke. I don't think anyone else can consistently beat Duke. Well, here's the other thing. They they have beaten Duke without Zion twice, but that when they played with Zion, they lost, but it was close. Yeah, it was but, by one. And to keep in mind, if you watch Duke versus Florida State and North Carolina, those freshmen, especially Reddish, or I'm sorry, especially Barrett, Jones, and Williamson, played heavy, heavy minutes. Yeah. So if they keep going that pace towards the end of the tournament, they might be tired. Yeah. Man, they're definitely going to be tired. So would Zion, though. Right, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everyone's going to be tired. Physically, yeah. mentally, especially if you have a close game against the low seed. Yep. If, even if it's close, it takes toll on you. Yeah. John, hop in. What What are your thoughts on the bracket so far? What are you feeling? Um, give me some first-round upsets you're think, thinking about. Um, and then I think I think we should all give up some upsets that we, we've picked so far. Minnesota over Louisville, but I don't know how big of an upset that is. You know, all over Wofford. Am I even pronouncing that right? Wofford, Wofford, whatever. Yeah, I, Wofford. There, there are I, definitely some teams that are under-seeded. So, like, Seton Hall, I feel like, should be higher. Um, like, I, I I'm surprised Wofford is a seven, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I have, like, too many upsets because I don't know if I can, in good conscience, pick UC Irvine over Kansas State. <laughs> For me, there's a certain point where, yes, upsets can always happen, but it's, like, the bigger-name schools are just bigger, like, physically bigger. Yeah. And up to a certain point, it's a, like when the Mount played Villanova. The Mountain was a good team. We had a lot of skill. Villanova's just bigger. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's and a deeper. reason you get scouted to play at Villanova versus Mount St. Mary's, right? Like, you're you're just physically more gifted. And that yeah. that just gives you an extra edge. When Xavier Rollins and I went, we, and the Villanova people came out, I distinctly remember saying they were men. The Villanova <laughs> basketball players were men. The Mountain right. versus... Or college five five Junior Robinson. Yeah, the Mountain had college students. Villanova had men. Yeah, no, no doubt. So that that's the thing, and I think there's a reason, with exception to Loyola Chicago last year, who was a 12 seed who made it to the Elite Eight Final Four. Final, Final Four, right? Four. Yeah, right. Yeah. There, there's a reason the Blue Bloods make it to the end. They're just more talented. Like, it's a great story. Talent. There's a reason talent wins. There's a reason the big-name schools win. And they also had that nun. Well, yeah. Mr. Teague? No, I'm with you. 
<laughs> yeah. But I am happy to say and see that 15 Colgate in the South has bested Pronamel, had they bested oh Crest, and all the other knockoff toothpaste brands to face Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna submit my bracket till the end of this podcast, but my bracket's done. Oh, New Mexico, North Mexico, New <laughs> New Mexico State. I think that could be an upset over Auburn. I just want to talk about how in the Tennessee Kentucky game, how like Tennessee has some real men on that team. Yeah, I I was honestly surprised. Tennessee lost to Auburn today. One, I think it should have been Florida because that last guy definitely got fouled on the three. But Tennessee just has some real monsters in their front court. And maybe they were just emotionally drained from their big win over Kentucky. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I, I was very shocked to see them lose. My big upsets are Liberty over Mississippi State just because, you know, why not? And then Yale over LSU because... Oh, I was, was going to pick that one. <laughs> nice. Because, again, why not? And then Murray State over Marquette. I picked Murray State because they have um, Ja Morant. Is that his name? He, well, he, well, whatever his name is, he's their point guard. He's a stud. He's a lottery pick. And one friend once told me at my old school before I went to the Mount, the Stars win games for teams. Yep. Up to a certain point. So that's why I picked Murray State. And I think I have Buffalo making it to the Elite Eight. Because um, they were making some noise. I think that's the last big upset I had. I think I have Oregon going to the Sweet 16. Because I think they're going to ride this win streak a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Other than those two teams, Oregon... Every other team in the Sweet 16 is a six-seater higher... And then my Elite Eight is all ones and twos except for Buffalo. And then, like I said, my Final Four is three one seed and a two seed. So just going back what you guys said, very top-heavy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just, I think, two of mine. Uh, Georgia State beating Houston. And uh, what was my other one? Oh, uh... North, what is it? Oh, no, I lost it. Oh, Northern, is it Northern Kentucky beating Texas Tech? Uh, hold on, I got to find that bracket. That's in the, in the West. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to be, yeah. I think those are my two big ones. It's so right hard. Now. I haven't watched as many college basketball games as I like usually would. So, like last year, I could pick a bunch of upsets confidently. But this yeah. year, just because I'm so busy, I haven't been able to, like, know a bunch of teams and know a bunch of, like, picks that people are just like, oh, you know, Rhode Island's going to make it pretty far this year or something like that. Yeah. Roland, walk us through your bracket. John, walk us through your bracket. What are you, what are you guys thinking? I'm not. I'm in the process of making it. I don't want to just do it on my phone. All right, well. I it's not don't opening have anything right now. Yet. Well, why don't let's let's talk through some picks then. What, what, where are you at? Man, I've been talking through my picks. Murray State over Marquette, and uh, what was the other one? <laughs> New Mexico State over Auburn. 
I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't fully agree with Tennessee winning the South. Really? Mm-hmm. Over who do you have then? Virginia, I'm guessing. Man, I'm still working through it. I gotta be methodical. Think through teams. Gotta think through manliness versus college studentness. <laughs> Consider their mascot, right? Yeah, obviously. Because yeah. I don't. I have a gut feeling that Purdue will make some noise. Just real quick, John Xavier, are you, where are you guys doing your brackets? Because you're not in the group right now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing mine right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm not committing to anything. Like my my bracket's not going to be done. But I'm looking through the picks. Um. Yeah. Um. Ooh, I just messed up. I will tell you, I am picking Duke to win it all. Just so I can say that on the podcast, but I will make mine guide tomorrow. Yeah, I think I think it's fair that we can change it. Um, I'm I'm not gonna change mine unless like Zion gets hurt. If Zion gets hurt, then obviously my pick will change. But if he remains healthy, I'm riding that Duke train. And if they lose in the first round, like they did to uh, Lehigh. Uh, my bracket's done, man. Yeah. Why don't we say by Sweet 16, you have to be locked in. Yeah. Well, I mean, ESPN will let champs. you change it, so. Well, yeah. But for, like. Well, like, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Picking, picking your new new winner. Yeah. Okay. Um, North Carolina to win it all for me. Okay. I, I think Duke crashes out, and because looking at the. Looking at the history, 2018 was Villanova, 2017 was North Carolina, Villanova, Duke, Connecticut, Louisville, Kentucky, Connecticut, Duke. It's Duke's turn. It's not Duke's turn. Zion is going to fall. No, okay. but they have, here's the thing. Reference to Zion falling. The last time Duke won the national championship, who is their point guard? Tyus Jones. Who is Tyus Jones? Trey Jones' older brother. Who's that? I'm with John on this one. So Tyus Jones was one of... He was on a team with, like... Do you guys remember Jalil Okafor? Yep, I do. That That team won. Tyus Jones was their point guard. He's now in the NBA, but his little brother, Trey Jones, is on Duke now. Yeah. Do you think it runs in the family? I think it runs in the family. I think the younger brother is never as good as the older brother. Not true. Oh, Lamelo's better than Lonzo. You heard it here. John, you're the oldest. I'm better yeah. than Lonzo. <laughs> okay. Of course you'd say that. Bro, that's giving you credit too. You're the older okay. one. Yeah. yeah. Wait. You, yeah, you're right. Xavier, you can be the anomaly. Thank you. But yes, Michael, you do have a point. I, I'm not saying like skill. I'm just saying like experience-wise, Tyus Jones can like, you know, help Trey get through it and. Yeah. Teach him some things about like how to handle the moment. And I think Trey Jones in the first place has done that up to this point already. Like I just watched Trey Jones, he seems very composed and you know, calm under pressure and makes the right plays all the time. So uh real quick, bit of a tangent. Um if Duke doesn't win, do you think there's any chance Zion stays? No. Or is he going to the NBA? Yes. Okay. I think he's going to the NBA. I think so, too. I just... I don't know. I think it's kind of lame. I think if he flames out and burns out, 
I would question if he goes. I think he, I think he's made enough of a headline for himself that he's going to end up going. I don't see the reason for him to stay at Duke, though. Yeah. And win in a championship. Education. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing I... Well, yeah, I guess education. <laughs> but... Because uh, he's really going to use it in the NBA. But I... I don't know. I feel like March Madness is so much more exciting than the NBA Finals. I, I'm with you every day. Yep. I I mean, as if he really loves the sport, and he's he's doing it because he loves to play the sport, I would stick with Duke. But I don't think this is even a thing anyone's debating. So uh, I just, just felt like bringing it up. I'm with That's you guys, but like, I I understand like college basketball. I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here because. I don't know. I don't know what I would do, but if you love basketball that much, right? Wouldn't you want to play in the NBA like as soon as possible? Like play with the best as soon as possible. Like obviously we're at a different perspective because you know we're out of school, and you know we're just like, oh, it was great. Like I, I would love to go back to school. But if if you really like love the sport, you want to get to the highest level as fast as you can, right? Uh, see, in my opinion, I'd rather win a national championship than an NBA championship. That's where I'm at. I think knowing the the fact that Zion will get drafted and knowing that I will compete at the highest level eventually would help me be more present to the team that I would currently be on, if that makes sense. Because we all know Zion will go eventually. It's just the question of, you know, to to answer, to address your point, play with the best players. Who knows if Le- LeBron's going to be playing in four, three years, four years. And so did you get the chance to compete against LeBron or yeah, play with LeBron maybe, depending on how LeBron manages the Lakers. Hmm. So to go yeah, off on things- this tangent a little further, if you could only win either... An NBA title or NCAA title? You guys would go NCAA, like college yep. title? Yeah, because it's so much more unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, and this is something about college sports is like, like college football every like from a week to week basis, not necessarily the championship. To me, is so much more like exciting than um, because of, like the local aspect of it, like going to like. UGA football games and like going to Mount basketball games and stuff like that. It's like, it's such a more like genuine atmosphere than professional sports yeah. are. So, but like I, I totally understand what you're saying, and I don't even think that this is really a debate. It's just one of the things that made me think about it was how Trevor Lawrence plans to play for Clemson for four years. Oh yeah, as of right now, versus yeah. versus you know leaving his junior year. So. That was something that made me think of it. In Trevor Noah's defense, he's got to go buzz his hair like Thor did to get to the end game. Because yeah. right now he's <laughs> the Avengers Thor. He's a little baby. But I think I think basketball, for me, is the only sport I would say I would rather have a national championship. Like, I'd rather, obviously, hockey, Stanley Cup, baseball, yes. But even football, I'd rather win a Super Bowl than a national championship. But I think, for me, basketball... I'd rather win a national championship than an NBA final. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page. I think I'm going to go with you there because there are college basketball legends. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did, like Christian Leitner, right? Like what did he yep. do in the NBA? Christian Leitner is an all-time college basketball star. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I don't know. And that's just, you know, I think that's a whole new challenge for Zion going to the NBA of can you flourish there? Yeah. Can you even make it? Which is a whole different beast. You know, honestly, for Zion, I think a lot of it will depend on what his teammates do as well. Yep. Because if you guys watch Duke Blue Planet, do you guys watch that? No. It's, it's basically... Planet? No, Duke, Duke. Blue, Duke Blue Planet. It's no, like a... Uh, it's basically like Duke's basketball team's like documentary throughout the season. This past season? Yes. Dang, I gotta watch these. They're entertaining. But you can kind of see like how close Zion is with especially RJ Barrett. Yeah. So I think they're... Each other's decision will affect the other. Hmm. Yeah. Let's quickly. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think the other thing to think about is, like, Zion's body, like, no matter what happens, his body is, like, he's going to be successful in the NBA no matter what, just the way his body is built. So that's, a, like, I think if he, I think he could keep playing in the, like, with Duke, and be successful. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I think no matter what, his body is going to fit the NBA. And I think as long as it doesn't take too much of a tear at Duke, I think he could stay for another year, because no matter what, he's going to get drafted pretty high in the NBA. So I don't, I don't know. But I agree with you, Michael. I think it will depend on the other players. Like, if they all leave, he'll leave as well. Yeah. It would be huge for um, Zion to stay. I think I think that'd be like big news, and I think it might change a little bit of the college landscape because, like, it's it's the NBA is moving towards like changing, getting rid of the one and done rule. So if a big star like Zion were to stay, maybe others would. It would. I think it, it would be huge for college basketball to show, like, hey, this star is staying with college basketball. I think it means it shows a lot about the different mindset. So, yeah. Let's get back on track on these brackets, though. Have you guys, uh, you guys still working through years? Um, Jeez, I feel so pressure to do it now. I can't focus on two things at once. You should feel pressure, John. You should feel pressure. I will leave this podcast. <laughs> Who's going to provide the comic relief now, huh? Well, I'd try. I don't know. I'm just... Mine didn't save, so I have to try to remember all my picks or just go from the gut again. Such a shame. Um... One of the things, I definitely don't have Michigan State making it to the Sweet 16. (laughs) They've burned me too many times before. Yep. Uh, That matchup against Louisville or Minnesota is going to be pretty tough for them. Uh, Those are both good programs. Uh, I think they could end up giving them some trouble. Maybe they make it to the Sweet 16. I don't know. 
Michael. Yes. I've got a Bible verse for you oh. in support of your Duke pick. Okay. Romans 9.33. See, I lay in Zion a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. And the one who believes in him will never be put to shame. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> the state college basketball program football um i don't know they haven't done well in the, the past at least from what i i don't know i don't think they'll they'll make it to elite eight and lose okay see that's that's what i have on that too because their path isn't hard so i i'm fairly confident they're going to be abilene christian yeah. I have them playing um, Seton Hall. I have that as a win. And then I have them playing Iowa State. And that was a toss-up for me. Um, mm. But I picked them. Yeah. But then you're right. I have them losing in the Elite Eight. Yeah. Um, staying in that, in that uh, region, uh, I was going to say... Hey, Washington State could could give North Carolina some trouble. Or Washington, sorry, not Washington State. Could give North Carolina some trouble. Uh, but I don't think they will. Because it's North Carolina. Um, and they play them literally right in the round of 32. Um, but yeah. Washington's a good team. Uh, um, I don't think they're good enough to beat North Carolina. But... There are just certain coaches you can't bet against. Right. Yeah. And it goes back to, you know, what you said about the 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 bigger programs like North Carolina is championship basketball every day or like every year. Um Washington won the Pac-12, but it's I mean aside from like UCLA or or USC the Pac-12 isn't really a, a huge, or in Arizona. Oh my, I forgot about Arizona. Who wasn't even in the tournament? Um, you know, they're not. Is Arizona allowed in the tournament because of uh, the FBI investigation? Oh, what? I don't know. You don't remember that? Right not. So I accidentally made I a second bracket, and I hate when I do that because it's just like, I just want to pick one, and I don't want to have to worry about it. Um, so I'm just going by, like, all highest seeds to see how that would work. So I, have a, I have a question, definitely related, slight tangent about the tournament itself and why we like it so much. Let's do it. So when I think about American sports in particular, there is a manufactured parody you know the equal equality of it all and because in college basketball there is much less of that when i think of you know salary caps and designated player spots in the mls and you know, all the other different things that the american professional sports have and that's a lot less so for college sports and their recruitment process, that's why we like it so much is because we have all these big name teams that we think should win and then don't. 
or is it more fun to kind of just throw a whole bunch of kind of equal teams into a pot? Um, for me, I think it has a lot to do with just how competitive every player plays during the games. Especially, like, seniors... Seniors at college programs that aren't going to the NBA. Oh, true. Or smaller program schools where, like, this is all they have. So, like, they're not going to give... You know, they're not going to take it off. Right. Whereas some other... I don't know. I think it has something to do with the competitive nature of the sport. Right. And I think that's what you lose in the NBA. And I think that would be a good reason for Zion to stay. Look at these college essay skills coming in. No, I'm <laughs> with Points you. interlapping. I am totally with you there. So. Roland, did you pick your final winner? Um, Michael and Xavier say Duke. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm like really torn between Duke and North Carolina because, like I said, watching that that game in the tournament, it just felt like North Carolina has a better all-around team, but Duke has Zion. So that's like that's kind of where I'm torn right now. Is like Duke's got Zion, but North Carolina, it just seemed like all around they were playing better. Um, so I don't know. It. I think I I like what Michael says. Like you know, if Zion gets hurt or something. Uh, or for some reason he's not playing, uh, my answer would definitely change. Um. I don't think you can go wrong. One thing to maybe convince you, and obviously these games are different, but in the NBA, for example, the Raptors last year had the bench, the best bench in the league. But when it comes playoff times, you hear commentators say all the time, it comes down to your starters and it comes down to your stars. Yeah. yeah. But in, in North Carolina's defense, they do have stars as well. And they have... Against any other team, I'd pick North Carolina because of their star power, their coaching, and their seniors. But obviously, excuse me, as we've seen, Duke can overcome that. Yeah. Like, are you telling me Luke May and Cam Johnson aren't studs in college basketball? No. Yeah. So. What yeah. basketball highlights for me is the disparity between coaching in a college setting and in the NBA. Yeah. Different conversation, different time, but something that was... Oh, yeah, definitely. And I just, I think that's part of the reason why I want... I would also want a Duke North Carolina rematch is because seeing Coach K and uh, blanking Roy Williams, that guy, yeah, going head to head because they're personalities, and that's also a part of the reason. Like, just watching the coaches get into it, uh, best yeah. Sorry, Advent and Christmas, but this is the most wonderful time of year. <laughs> All right, um. So, yeah, we th- so I'm gonna go Duke. Um, I think, yeah, I think they, yeah, they just solidify that they are a better team 
than North Carolina. Um, you know, especially, like, I always, like, I'm not a huge Duke fan. I'm not a huge North Carolina fan. But I like Coach K more than I like Roy Williams uh, from a coaching standpoint. I mean, obviously, they're both absolute legends. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to go with Coach K and Zion over North Carolina. Okay, John. We're, Morgan Reed. We're just waiting on you, John. We need I said a, North Carolina. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Perfect. Um, any final thoughts on the brackets, guys? We talked about how it's top heavy. We talked about how is Virginia consistently a one seed and a favorite, and only to fail in the tournament. We talked about some matchups, some upsets, and some little topics in between. Anything else you want to throw in? Uh. Are you guys going to any games? NCAA games? Yeah. The no. the first the first round, the eastern conference or the eastern region is being played in DC. Oh wow. Yeah. I had no well, idea. Maybe. No, I'm not going. I'll take so, a I'd go alone though. It's no fun. But we both we picked Duke UNC. We're probably all wrong. I think that's the matchup that the whole country wants, though. It's going to yep. be St. Louis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Zay, how rigged... All right, I have to ask this question. You can say, not really rigged or very rigged. How rigged <laughs> is college basketball? Xavier is our local skeptic, for any who don't know. <laughs> um, I, I usually don't have an issue with NCAA. Basketball. Really? basketball. Oh, okay, basketball. Yeah. Um, so we've got the NBA, the NHL. <laughs> I think, I think, from a, a recruiting standpoint for college, I think there's some iffy, like, behind-the-scenes illegal stuff that happens recruiting-wise. I think that's... Oh, in, most if, yeah, but I think... <laughs> but I think... Um, from a, the games itself, I don't think it's rigged. For the most part. <laughs> Alright. Um, so why don't we uh, wrap this up. Do you guys have a favorite sports moment of the week? I will go first. It was championship basketball weekend. It's just fun. I have no other explanation. I don't think I need to give another explanation. Championship weekend leading up into March Madness is... One of the best weekends of the year, leading to the best time of the year. I'm going to go with today's FC Cincinnati, their inaugural season, beating the Portland Timbers 3-0. It was their first home game of the year, and they just paraded down the street. Flares and smoke were going off. It's pretty cool to see that kind of love and support for a local pro sports team. Uh, mine is just, uh, hockey is ramping up. It's getting exciting seeing who's the Metropolitan Division with the Caps and Penguins and Islanders. It's starting to get close. So, uh, just positioning is getting exciting in the NHL as it winds down to the season and getting close to the playoffs. When does playoff hockey start? Uh, it's like. First or second week in April, I think. Okay. 
Because I saw a commercial for it, and I wasn't sure if that's, like, next week, if it's this week. Um, so, okay. That's cool. Rowan, um, what do you got for us? For me, it's either, it was either watching that Duke-UNC game, because that was absolutely crazy, uh, or watching Liverpool uh, smack Bayern Munich in the Champions League quarterfinals. Uh that's pretty, pretty crazy stuff. So, Liverpool's doing well, just not in the Premier League <laughs> against teams like Fulham. <laughs> All right, those, those are my will be relegated. They are going to be relegated, unfortunately. Um, yeah. best stadium though. You can quote me on that. Craven College <laughs> Cottage. Oh yeah, I love it. It looks so cool. All right, before we stop, does anyone have any last-minute tidbits they want to throw in? Because last week, John had a tidbit that would have been good for the pod, but he waited till we were done. What was that? Something about Real Madrid or something. Oh, yeah, their coach. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the coach. For those who are wondering, John, correct me, in three years they've had four coaches? No, in one year. Oh, in one year. Okay. Wow, that's even bigger. Yeah, see, that's big news. One, two, so Coach One, Zinedine Zidane, left. He was burnt out and tired. Probably wasn't going to get what he was promised. Two, Julian Lopetegui, who was the Spanish national team coach, was announced, then fired from the Spanish national team one day before the World Cup, got fired in October from Real Madrid. His uh, assistant coach, Santiago Solari, was brought up. Then they Real Madrid lost their whole season in March. They were out of the League Cup, they were out of the league, and they were out of the Champions League. So he got fired. And then Zinedine Zidane came back, which I have to imagine comes with assurances that he will be able to overhaul his squad in the summer. Yeah. And on his first game back, they won 2 nothing. All right. So, so that is all we have for everyone today. I think on our next pod, definitely by next week, unless something big, big happens this first week. Do the games start this week, guys, for March Madness? Yeah, Thursday. Okay. So if something big happens, like Zion gets hurt on Thursday, we might record something. But you can guarantee... Um, Thursday will be the first four games. Okay. So So Friday, I think Friday the, the games start. Right. No, I think I think Tuesday's the first four, and then Thursday starts. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Word. Okay. Yeah. The twenty second is when everything starts. All right. So the twenty second and twenty first. That's. And then the first four games are the nineteenth and the twentieth. Okay, so okay. that's Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, first, first four, four Thursday, Thursday, Friday. Friday. Tournament really starts. So if something big happens, we will record. But you can guarantee. By next Monday or Tuesday, we will have another podcast. We'll have some thoughts on the first games. We'll throw in any other news, hockey, baseball, football, soccer, track and field, anything that comes up big, you know we'll talk about it. Um, but until then, you know, give us feedback. Join our tournament group. Uh, we'd love to have you guys. Winner, if nothing else, we'll get a special shout-out. And... Um, yeah. If nothing else. If nothing else. You never know. <laughs> we don't have merch no yet. Life. You're right. We don't have merch yet. 
I don't even know how many listeners we have. I don't even know how many followers we have. So, I don't want to know any of those things. <laughs> yeah, we have too many to count. Let's put it that way. We have too many We're to count. We're just shouting into the void. Yeah. <laughs> but no, give us feedback, join our bracket, and enjoy March Madness. It comes around once a year. Thankfully, it still comes back every other year. So, we will see you guys next week. Enjoy Tears for Fears. Goodbye.